मॉर्निंग वेलकम टू अंदर एपिसोड ऑफ हिस्ट्री अंडर योर फीट कूप लड़े मर्दानी वो है एक झांसी वाली रानी द इमोटल लाइन्स पर द हिंदी पोएट सुभद्र कुमारी चौहान सम ऑफ वन ऑफ द मोस्ट फैसिनेटिंग वुमन इन इंडियन हिस्ट्री अ वुमन हुज नेम हैज कंप्लीट सिंबलाइज ग्रेट इंडिपेंडेंस एंड ऑनर अ लेजेंड इन अ लाइफ टाइम मणिकर्णी का बेटर नोन एज रानी ऑफ झांसी लक्ष्मी बाई Bundelkhand a region lying between the Indo-Gangetic plain and the Vindhyas marked by hills valleys base vegetation and rocky outcrops that produced some of the hardiest warriors and rulers of India Veer Chhatrasal who defied the Mughals and carved out an independent state the Chandela Rajputs who built the stunning temples at Khajuraho and Rudra Pratap Singh who founded the princely state of Orkha it was to such an illustrious illustrious lineage that the Rani of Jhansi belonged to on the pantheon of greats of the 1857 she was one of the major leaders and regarded as the greatest stranger to by the british the woman who defied the british and become a byword for courage and honor was born as manikarnika on november 19 1828 into a marathi brahmin family in varanasi to moropan tambe and bagirathi sapre her father worked for the peshwa of pittur who brought up her like her own daughter called her chabili she was educated at home and more independent in childhood than others of her age she learned horse riding archery sword fighting as well as malkam growing up with her childhood friends tatya tope and nana sahib who happened to be her cousin too she loved horse riding and it's believed that she once managed to beat nana sahib himself on a horse and not a mean feat as he was regarded as one of the finest horsemen then sarangi pavan badal was her main favorite horses and it's believed she rode badal during her escape from jhansi Jhansi originally was a stronghold of the Chandela rulers and was called Palwantagar. It recovered its past glory under Raja Bir Singh Deo of Orkha who constructed the famous fort there. In Bajir Rao rescued Bir Chhatrasal from the Mughals, Jhansi was one of the territories given to him as a mark of gratitude. The city developed under the Peshwa rule and Narashankar the Subedar extended the fort built many other structures too. The Nawabgarh clan played a crucial role in governing Jhansi including revenue collection as well as the temples there. At the age of 13 Manikarnika was married to Gangadhar Rao Nawalkar the Maharaja of Jhansi in whose court her father worked and was given the name of Lakshmi Bai The Maharaja was known for his statesman like qualities a wise administrator and had a fine library of Sanskrit manuscripts When their fourth and fourth Damodar Rao died the Maharaja adopted his cousin son Anand Rao whom he named after his own son as per Hindu tradition Damodar Rao was a legal heir however the British refused to accept him as one Gangadhar Rao requested Lakshmi Bai to take care of Damodar Rao when he passed away and the adoption was done in the presence of a lawyer Lord Delosi however refused to accept Damodar Rao's accession as per the doctrine of lapse and decided to seize Jhansi and basically the doctrine of lapse was signed between East India Company and the princely state as for to say the ruler of a princely state died without a natural heir the east india company could annex it and satara was the first princely state to be annexed by the east india company this way the british authorities confiscated state jewels of jhansi jewels of jhansi in march 1854 she was asked to leave the fort and move to rani mahal she was however not willing to give up jhansi assembled a volunteer army and strengthened defenses women were also given military training under lakshmi bai and many other warriors gathered around her Tulam Kaus Khan, Dost Khan, Modi Bai, Diwan Raghunath Singh, Jawhar Singh were those who rallied behind Jhansi Lakshmi Bai. In the meantime, the Great Revolt broke out in 1857 May, beginning with Meerut. However, Jhansi remained distant from the turmoil initially. 
However, in June 1857, rebels of the 12th Bengal 90th Infantry captured the fort and massacred around 40 to 60 European families along with their families. Even though she insisted that her forces were not guilty of the massacre, the British did not believe it. An army doctor, Thomas Lover, accusing her of a young granny upon whose head rested the blood of the same. Also, Jansi was attacked by Orsha and Datla. The company's allies whose main claim was to take over the kingdom and divide it. She appealed that the British were aid against attacks by Ocha and Tatia. However, they did not respond. Lord Dalhousie felt that Lashmi Bai was involved in the massacre and refused to help her out. For quite some time, till January 1858, Jansi was relatively at peace compared to the rest of the North, which was incomplete. For quite some time, Jansi was relatively at peace compared to the rest of the North, which was in complete turmoil. She appealed. She used the time to strengthen the defences of the fort, setting up a foundry to cast cannon on the walls and assembled an army that included the fugitives of Jansi too. When the British troops led by Sir Hugh Groves attacked Jansi on March 23, 1858, she had no hesitation in plunging into the revolt. We fight for independence in the words of Lord Krishna. We will, if we are victorious, enjoy the fruits of victory. Sir Hugh Groves demanded the surrender of Jansi else it would be destroyed on refusal. The bombardment of the fort began on March 24, 1858. However, the people of Jansi fought back valiantly under the leadership of Lashmi Bai. She proved to be a true leader, rallying her troops, moving from one defense to another, keeping up the morale of people. The women's unit raised by Lakshmi Bai was also active, supplying arms and food to the soldiers. In the meantime, Lakshmi Bai made an appeal to Tatya Topi, who rushed to her defense with a force of 20,000. However, his win were no match for the better-trained, better-equipped British forces who defeated them on the field on March 31, 1858. By April 2nd, it was decided to breach the walls. Four columns, four columns of the British assaulted the fort's defences at various points. Jansi could no longer hold out and the British finally managed to break the size and enter the fort. Two columns of the British entered the city and advanced towards the palace. However, they were met with resistance at every corner. The residents of Jansi engaged in street continuous street to street fighting with the British soldiers and stubbornly resisted them. The Rani's advisors asked her to leave the fort as resistance was futile for now and join either Nana Sahib or Tantya Topi. Rani and Lakshmi Ban managed to escape from Jansi with Damodar Rao on horseback and left to Kalpi, where she met Tatya Top with her adopted son strapped onto her back. She was escorted by her commandant Kuda Bakshi and the Lowell. Warriors Gauz Khan, Dost Khan, Lalabhav Bakshi, Moti Bai, Sundar Indar Kashi Bai, Diwan Ragnath Singh and Diwan Jawahar Singh. The British attacked Kalpi on May 22, 1858, defending the Indian forces, forcing her to flee along with Tatya Top to Glan Gwalior. The Sindhya ruler had fled to Agra with his forces, switching to the rebels, and Gwalior was occupied by Lakshmi Bai and Tatya Top with not much opposition. The fort was no wonder the rebels who proclaimed Nana Sahib as the Peshwa of a renewed Maratha dominion. And however, other rebel leaders did not heed the Rani's call to come together against the British, and soon enough, General Hugh once again attacked Gwalior after taking Murar. June 18, 1858, the final battle began at Kotaka Serai near Gwalior's pool. When Captain Clement Walker managed that the 8th Hussars against Lakshmi Bai forces, it was a total rout as the Hussars changed into the Indian forces slaughtering around 5,000 on one single day. As they charged right up the Purba when Lakshmi Bai rode into the battle putting on a Savas uniform, her final ones against the British forces. She fought daily till the end, wounded first by Sabre and as she sat bleeding on the ground, 
one of the hussars killed her with his carbine. One of the greatest warriors of the 1857 revolt was no more. A true heroine's life came to an end and Qualia was captured after three days by the British. Lakshmi Bai was cremated somewhere nearby by the local people. Whatever her faults in British eyes may have been, her countrymen will forever remember that she was driven by ill-treatment into rebellion and that she lived and died for her country. We cannot forget her contribution for India. John John Mallison in History of Indian Mutiny. The best tribute to Lakshmi Bai was paid by Sir Hugo Rose, who called her the most dangerous of all the rebel leaders. Her memorial is located in Gwalior's Fulbag area where she fell fighting to the last. Lakshmi Bai's sacrifice did not go in vain. She inspired and motivated a whole generation of freedom fighters. When Nevdaraj Subhashchandra Bose raised the Indian National Army, he named the women's unit in honor of Rani of Jhansi. Bundelo Harbalong ki muse hamne suni kahani thi, ko bloody mardhani, o to Jhansi wali rani thi.